This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Wednesday, the 8th of September. In your sport today, Queensland is after a new origin coach. The Socceroos make it 10 in a row. The AFL grand final start time is set. And the NBL signs its tallest ever player. This is your sport today. We start with rugby league. And even though State of Origin finished months ago, those in Queensland will know the future of coach Paul Green has been up in the air after the Maroons lost 2-1 this year. Well, now we know Green quit yesterday after just three games in charge, and now Queensland are on the hunt for a new coach. Yeah, and the Maroons want a coach who will commit long-term, and that's because they've had three different coaches in the past three years, Sam. Now, compare that to New South Wales, who've had Brad Fittler in charge for all that time. Green couldn't promise them that, though, because he's pretty keen to coach again in the NRL. He's already been linked to the West Tigers' job if they decide to sack their current coach, Michael Maguire, after the club finished 13th this year. Green used to be the Cowboys' coach and was there when they won the comp back in 2015. And this is a pretty big deal because ask any Queenslander, they don't like losing origin. So the hunt for a new coach has begun. And of course, they've already been linked to former coach Wayne Bennett. Yeah, well, the Maroons have got some time. Origin is about nine months away, but league fans won't have to wait that long for more footy. There are still eight NRL teams alive heading into the finals, which start on Friday. Yeah, and that Friday game between Melbourne and Manly is the one plenty of people are excited about. And that's because it's Manly's Tom Trebojevich going up against the Storm's Ryan Pappenhausen. And those are two of the best and most exciting players in the game. But... One man who won't be there is Melbourne winger Josh Adokar, who is out with a hamstring injury. It is a big loss for the Storm. He's one of the best wingers in the game. And Channel 9 commentator Phil Gould reckons he's also the fastest man on the planet. But it's pretty hard to run fast if you ain't fit. Or so I've been told. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, Gabs. That match kicks off on Friday night on the Sunshine Coast. Socceroos fans who stayed up late last night to watch the World Cup qualifying game against Vietnam would have been pretty stoked with their decision after Australia won 1-0 to stay top of Group B. Uh, sleep is pretty overrated when your team is winning, <laughs> Fez. This was a night of firsts for the Aussies, who are now 2-2 two from two in the final stage of qualifying for the World Cup in Qatar next year. Ryan Grant, the man with the famous mullet, he's the only <laughs> A-League player in this squad, and he scored his first goal for the Socceroos just before halftime. Uh, It's an important win as the top two teams of each qualifying group go through to the World Cup with the Aussies currently in first place. The win is Australia's 10th in a row and get this Sam, they are the first team in the Asian Confederation to win 10 straight World Cup qualifiers in the same campaign. Yeah, can't ask much more from the Socceroos. Their next game is against Oman in October, hopefully in Sydney with fully vaxxed fans. Uh, today's trivia question, the Socceroos are one of four teams to win 10 World Cup qualifiers in a row in the same campaign. Name the other three. Any idea, Gabs? Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, give me Spain. I'll take Brazil. And let's throw in a random one, uh, South Korea. Find out the answer at the end of today's episode. 
Aussie Rules fans, get a pen and paper ready because the AFL has announced the start time of this year's grand final over in Perth. Okay, well, I can't quite find a pen and paper, but the game will be played on September 25 at 5.15pm local time, and that's 7.15pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. The AFL said the reason that the match starts at twilight was for younger fans to be able to watch the whole match because last year it finished around quarter past 10 at night, and so it can be seen in prime time in most of the country like us over here in the eastern states. AFL Grand Finals traditionally start around 2.30 in the afternoon at the MCG, but that changed last year with the first night Grand Final at the Gabba in Brisbane. Yeah, we'll know who the Grand Finalists will be after this weekend's preliminary finals. Listeners who tuned in on Monday will know men's world number one tennis player Novak Djokovic needed four more wins to win the US Open and all four majors in the same year for the first time in 42 years. Well, that number is down to three now after he beat American Jensen Brooksby, but Djokovic didn't have it all his own way. No, he didn't, but as he does so often, he found a way to get it done. Brooksby is ranked 99 in the world and he actually won the first set 6-1, but then Djokovic found his groove and won the next three sets fairly comfortably. Former world number one Andy Roddick, well, he watched the match and tweeted that when you play Djokovic, first he takes your legs and then he takes your soul. That's pretty graphic. (laughs) Uh, Djokovic agreed with the legs bit but wasn't quite sold on the soul-taking part. With Brooksby out, it's the first time in 140 years that there hasn't been an American in the quarters of the men's or the women's singles draw in the US Open. Yeah, no more Americans left, Gabs. Uh, Djokovic's next match is on Friday morning here in Australia, and that's against number six seed Matteo Berrettini. Those who follow the Brisbane Bullets in the National Basketball League have a big reason to look forward to next season. Literally, they've signed the comp's tallest ever player. <laughs> big indeed, Sam. Yep. The Bullets have signed China's Chuan Xing Lu, and he's known as Big Lu because he's 225 centimetres tall or 7 foot 5 in the old language. Now, on some websites, his height varies from 7 foot 2 to 7 foot 4, but we'll go with the NBL because, hey, he may have grown. The previous tallest player was Sam Harris at 7 foot 3 or 221 centimetres. Big Lou is 24 and says he's going to give 100% effort to win games for the Bullets, who finished sixth last year. Fez, I flat out give 50% effort, and I'm not even six foot tall. I don't know how you tall people do it. It's all skill and heart, Gabs. <laughs> uh, the next NBL season starts on November 18. With the NRL regular season over, that means most fantasy competitions are over too. And those who play Supercoach have probably heard of the Villy Army, the team that won the major prize. Well, the coach behind the Villy Army, Tim Moody, is giving most of his $50,000 prize money to his sister, who is battling breast cancer. Yeah, M- Moody is donating $45,000 to his sister, Jamie, who was diagnosed with breast cancer just a couple of weeks ago at the age of 27. He said... I want to use the money to make her journey a bit easier and to get out of this together. Moody said he became obsessed with Supercoach, like a lot of us do this year, even praying to certain players to do well. Now, considering my players kept getting injured or suspended, I might have to start praying too. Yeah, Moody said he took it to the extreme. He actually set up a shrine to his favourite player, Panthers forward Viliami Kikau, who the team is named after. 
Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Gabs, what do you got? Yeah, so later this morning, Spain's Carlos Alcaraz plays at the US Open. He's only 18 and has been one of the stars of the tournament so far. He plays Felix Auger Aliassim and he'll be hoping he can win and escape from Alcaraz. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> okay. All right. The answer to today's <laughs> trivia question, name the other three teams to win 10 matches in a row in a World Cup qualifying campaign. Games you were close. The answers are Germany in the 2018 World Cup, Spain 2010, and Mexico 2006. As Meatloaf once said, one out of three ain't bad. That doesn't make any sense, Gabs. <laughs> uh, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you again tomorrow.